Have you ever had one of those days where you feel attacked, where you feel you're pressured by everyone else's wants and needs, or maybe just overwhelmed by the news, by social media? Now, more than ever, it's important to practice creating a mental safe space, a shield you can put up to help you emotionally disconnect and find the peace required to make good decisions. This is your resident wizard, Reverend Wade, and we're going to deep dive into a powerful magical tool, the marble. In our last episode, we talked a lot about circles and spheres, but why is that important to our ritual space? Well, let's recap the attributes of the sphere. They can withstand great pressure. No matter the angle, there is no single point on a sphere that is less strong than any other point. It has no critical point of failure that could collapse the entire structure. Unlike a square, where the corners are strong, but the sides might buckle. We see this in our daily life. Look at the fuselage of an airplane. It's a tube that is a pressure capsule designed to take a huge amount of pressure from within. Same for that propane tank you have sitting under your grill. It is the reason why submarines are also long round tubes, as it can take enormous pressure from tons of water trying to press into its hull. Or if you want to go deeper into the ocean, look no further than explore that descended over 35,000 feet to the bottom of the Marianas Trench, able to take 16,000 pounds of pressure per square inch. As the pilot stated, I was surrounded by pressure, but I was safely cocooned in my technological bubble. It redirects your energy around it. When anything hits it, it's a smooth curve, and it simply allows the energy to slip past it. It is the reason that a stone, when finally rounded, is able to rest at the bottom of a creek bed as the water's flow has nothing to catch onto and carry it further. It can move around obstacles with the least friction. When something does hit a sphere head-on and tries to create a rub, the sphere can rotate, moving the thing in contact with it around its center and beyond. It is the least contact from moving direct energy. We see this every day when we take to our vehicles. The tire on a car moves along the road with minimal but consistent contact to allow the pavement under the rubber to easily roll around. What does all of this stuff have to do with our magical circle? The traditional space cast by mages, witches, and wizards for centuries has been the sphere, often portrayed as a circle. It's a symbol that our magical mind understands because its unique attributes are communicated in both the natural and human-crafted world around us. Like the circle, the sphere is a symbol our magical mind knows. It's a functional symbol that our magical mind responds to. So when we create that sphere and visualize it around us, our magical mind picks up and responds to this nearly universal symbol. And it's through this process that we communicate from our mundane mind to our magical mind. And when our magical mind understands what we're trying to convey, it'll set up our emotions and our physical state in accordance with what we have defined. So define your ritual sphere and you will feel security. You'll be able to take unlimited pressure and capable of redirecting any energy that somebody throws at you. This is important both in ritual as well as in our day-to-day -day life because we are often provoked, conflicted with, and slung around by people who want to control our lives. Maybe it's a coworker you know who knows how to push your buttons or a meme that triggers your emotional response before you're even sure it is real or accurate. Your magical sphere is your tool to protect against such outside attacks. And whether we are conscious of it or not, whether it is intentional or not, these are attacks against your magical mind that you endure daily. 
And it is to this point that we'll take our special marble and put it to use. So what I would recommend is that at some point you go and pick yourself up a marble, a shooter marble, not something small. Color doesn't really matter at this point. It's really more the shape and the ability for it to be portable that's important. So what you'll need to do is you'll need to find time and a place where you can be alone and undisturbed. Be sure to have your marble within reach. Put your marble in your secondary hand and roll it around. Give it a hard squeeze. Feel its hardness, its resistance, its smoothness. With your primary hand, cast your circle. Be it with your finger or your hands just laid stretched out. And visualize as you draw it in front of you that you're not just creating a circle, but rather that protective energy is streaming up and over you as well as down and below your feet. Imagine it as if you're pulling the shade around you. And do this until you've turned all the way around and closed your sphere. Imagine that you are within the marble. And the marble is the sphere you have created, and you reside in its center. Yes, you are both within the marble and holding it. And again, now squeeze the marble. Feel how strong it is, and how strong your sphere is around you as it holds against the immeasurable force of your giant hand. Explore the attributes of your ritual circle. It can be as big or small as you need it to be. Sounds should roll around its smooth surface and pass by you, noticed but unengaged. This time, rather than undrawing your circle, shrink it so that it resides at your center, knowing that you can expand it at any time you want. How you choose to imagine shrinking your magical sphere is up to you. I like to hold my marble to my heart, turn counterclockwise, and imagine it shrinking down to the size of my marble as I completely turn around. Bring your circle to your center as though you're tucking that marble-sized ritual circle right behind your heart. Put your marble in your pocket or a safe space. This is your marble, but also your physical, functional, ritual space that your mind, over time, will connect to the properties of the sphere. And when you feel emotionally manipulated, directed by the world around you, when you feel like you need to allow the efforts that the world is putting on you to toss you down the river of life, Use this ritual. Put your marble in your palm, be it in your pocket, or held out, or enclosed in your fist. Imagine the world and its energies are the pressures you're putting on the marble. And then, put yourself back into that marble. Or rather, expand your ritual sphere to a comfortable space around you. The ritual sphere is your marble. The marble is your ritual sphere. Allow the efforts that others put on you to emotionally provoke you to just slip past you. Allow the pressures to rest against the edges of that sphere. Allow your ritual sphere to hold the burden of those pressures. Allow the harsh words, the criticisms, the sensory input that would otherwise sling you around by your rough edges to just roll around you. Don't deny any of this to happen. Just allow it to happen in the space around your sphere, not within it. Breathe as though you're in a calm and quiet capsule with the raging turbulence being allowed to eddy and spiral around you, known but unengaged. When you've taken your break, bring your sphere back to the size of your marble at the center of your being. Put your actual marble back in your pocket or safe space. These are two rituals that should help you on a daily basis to use the singular, strongest tool available really to any human but more specifically to those that are following this path. You'll be able to 
immediately start to see results, feel results, feel more comfortable in your environment and less vulnerable, and hopefully shield you against the things that you might have a heightened sensitivity to. Practice that until our next episode. Thanks for listening.